0: Welcome back to Franchise
1: Audio. This is Eddie. Welcome back to another week of the show. You got Jay fucking reporting to you live. Thank you for fucking tuning in, joining us for another wild ride. It's a good day in America. I got to say,
0: today, if you guys uh, are living under a rock, because this has probably been one of the most talked about things for the last year, year and a half. Um, the officer that killed George Floyd, which is uh, Derek Chauvin, um, got found guilty on all three
1: Fuck boy, Chauvin.
0: counts of uh, murder. And you know what? That's a huge win. I-, I think that's a huge win for the justice system. That's a huge win, obviously, for people advocating for uh, police reform. But it- it's not even just about police reform, right? I mean, if you see the video, and now the video of um, his his uh, the video of his body camera, Derek's body camera got released. And I mean, if you wow, just wow,
1: spicy! I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah,
0: it got released. It's on YouTube. If you want to watch it, I, I recommend. I like
1: don't need to see anymore,
0: right? Yeah, of I think that we've that seen it enough. But if you see the video from uh, if no one told you anything about this case, if no one told you anything about about what was going on, if no one told you anything about race, if no one ever told you anything about a side, because this is not a side thing. Just watch the video. And watch another human being literally just get choked out of his life by a police officer. You know, I called the cops last Friday. And I called the cops. That was a crazy story. Yeah, I called the cops because, one, I believe in the justice system, I also believe in police officers. And I called the cops because I, I wanted to feel safe in that moment that I didn't feel safe. So. The way that you saw this police officer specifically kill another person is just, it was a sad thing. It was obviously a wrong thing. So I think it's a win just as an American to see someone that did wrongdoing get tried justly and get put behind bars. Here's why I don't want this to blow out of proportion and like take it as a side thing. This is not a side thing. This was a crime, a criminal offense that was caught on camera, regardless of its yeah A through C. This person was already in a position that he could have arrested him. This person was already in a position where it, it, the, it was already done. You could have, whatever you were trying to do, you were on this guy's neck for already seven minutes almost, man. Like whatever you were trying to do, you could have gotten done without killing him. Yeah. If he needed to get put behind bars, if he needed to do whatever, you already got that. He went above and he killed the person. That is a criminal offense. And you know what? It is a win for 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 the justice system in that way. And you shouldn't be looking at this as a left or a right side argument. This is just something that, fuck, dude, it looks good on the justice system to finally get one right, man. With how many things have gone on, like this George Zimmerman shit, Casey Anthony, like all these crazy trials that have gone to the, uh, uh fucking um OJ Simpson, all these crazy trials that we've seen publicized because of you know celebrity status or caught on camera just ridiculous acts of crime. And falling through the justice system, like damn, this is like a win for the justice system in my eyes, and it, it just feels good to be American. But on top of that, it just feels good that someone that did a wrongdoing is getting put behind bars. In my eyes,
1: I think I don't want to say this is a stamp, but this is definitely a yeah, I would say a stamp on a case where police brutality has occurred again, right? Because yeah. there's been tons and tons and tons of occasions where similar shit like this has happened. You know, unarmed people have been killed by you know policemen whether you can whether you want to get into the semantics of every single case and be like oh but this and this happened yeah you know it's good that in this case there was no he said she said right i don't even want to use the word good but it's flat out you can see it that this man was this man was just straight up murdered right he was he was put down like if he was a dog or if he was a cow that you had picked, to, um, you know, t- to get beef ribs from that you had just like hunted or some shit. Like he was just he was put down like super sloppy. And like you said, it's just a good day in America. It's good to see that, you know, that shit went down how it did. Like this motherfucker, Derek, Fuckboy boy, Derek, got found guilty on three different counts of murder, even though I think like one of them was um I unintentional, unintentional, unintentional. Yeah. Which what the fuck does that Maybe even mean? Maybe he
0: didn't mean to kill him like maybe that wasn't his original intention but the thing is is that it came at some point right 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 the thing is is that like through the justice system i mean he got two counts of manslaughter like it is what it is like that part he he didn't maybe premeditate that he was going to kill somebody yeah but the part that it comes in unintentional killing is maybe he didn't think that that what he was doing was killing him but it did so in a way like i get why that count was added yeah but also the other two counts are just as important but yeah i, I get what you're saying you know how much time in
1: total this is going to be for him that that i haven't looked i know manslaughter like at least from what i've it's heard a, from it's the a Great vine, time, right? like i know like i say if you're driving and you kill and you get in a car accident right and let's say you kill the other person that's like a um that's a that's like manslaughter right And i've heard that minimum can be like 10 years so i wonder if that's like a, he's getting, getting a nice yeah a nice chunk of change at it. least i'm hoping at least 2025 20, at he's, least i don't know, you know the exact stats i mean i could
0: look it up real quick but i don't know the exact like number. well of i
1: number. think manslaughter has to be i know i if he got, he got like two counts of manslaughter right so i know if you're looking at it just like that has to be at least 20 years and that third count of murder that he got in there has to you know count for something that's man, also because, if his
0: lawyers like don't you know get him less time uh as well because like, they could always do something that is like To reduce his senses? Yeah, it might, but... Yeah, it's looking like they haven't... Um, They haven't yet, like, to- said how much. But like it could be up him. to
1: 40 years. It could be up to 40 years.
0: It could be from 25 to
1: 40 because from of all three counts. 40. So, that, that's... Yeah. Dude, if you ask me, that's pretty... Getting off pretty easy for, like, for what he did. That's the rest of his life.
0: Even then. Like, that's the rest of his life.
1: And I, I'm going to come out and say it, bro. That motherfucker wholeheartedly deserves that shit he deserves he deserves the rest of his life and and even a little bit too of his afterlife you know what i mean just you know just a little bit of uh to spend some time in some type of i don't know purgatory of some sense because to just hold your knee on another human being's neck like that that's already restrained for seven minutes when you have i think it was like three other police officers around you yeah it's just like bro, what are you even doing? Like, what are you even thinking about there at that moment? Like, how do you forget that you're choking somebody out? You have your knee placed in a part of a person's body where it's causing asphyxiation and you're literally sucking the life out of them, the oxygen. You're not allowing this man to breathe. Yeah, I just told you he couldn't breathe. I'm not making this shit up. Like, I saw the video. Yeah, yeah, he
0: said it multiple times. And the thing is, is that, look, from an officer's point of view, like, I, I believe that, the, where police reform comes in is maybe more time and training for sure, yeah. because uh, three to six months is not enough for police academy. I believe, um, as far as all the issues they have to face, because they do have to face a lot of issues, man. I'm a not bunch
1: adv- of bullshit. I'm
0: yeah. not advocating for this officer in particular because obviously yeah. this was this was a pretty like. Apparent act
1: of, yeah. of, of something, a scumbag, yeah, of yeah, fucking just being an idiot,
0: and if forget race, like obviously race has to do with it because you know the majority of things being caught on camera is is usually police brutality against uh yeah. African Americans. But what I want to say is is like, look, off police officers are are good for the system in in some way, like they're good for society because, yeah. like I said, I. I called a police officer because I needed to feel safe because I don't have a weapon. I don't have a, a gun. Yeah. And I was threatened that I was going to be killed. And guess what? When you're threatened that you're going to be killed and you're with your spouse or you're with your your family or you're with somebody else and you're not armed, shit, you want to feel safe. The cops are there for that. And I mean, I had a conversation with the cop and he basically told me, he's like, look, man no matter what someone says to you, you know, just be safe, be careful. You did the right thing calling us. It doesn't matter in the regard of, like, you know, what the situation is. Try to, like, remove yourself from it as best as possible because even me, I'm an officer, and he's he even told me he's, like, on a 10 to 20, like, like time basis per week, he gets called, like, a bunch of names and tried and said that he, they're going to kill him and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah, he says that that even right now it's even more, like, the, the fire is more ablaze because of everything going on yeah Yeah, because now people like almost see police officers as an enemy and it's like not every single cop is an enemy guys um i'm not advocating for a side i'm just saying in in the most reasonable terms is like you can have police reform and believe that police officers are people that do want to do good for society just like you want to do good for society why would they not want to do good for society you know and you know in a certain aspect there's things that we could change around without removing cops completely from a system like i don't think that yeah. works either
1: yeah we at the end of the day, you need some version of cops it's just at, at least in my opinion to they've just done a pretty bad job of doing what they need to do
0: yeah and i mean you know now i think the way cops are trained is more to look for a reason yeah to continue pushing whatever cases that they they stopped you for or whatever case they were called for i think now um we should start looking at why police officers stop people why police officers yeah. go and and look for more things than just what What they're initially you know looking for but again huge win for the justice system man this guy deserves to be behind bars we got that we were waiting for this for a while everyone wanted to see what was going to happen and yo thankfully the right thing happened The, the right thing happened this this uh this guy was put behind bars and i would like to see moving forward what type of legislation is passed in terms of pinning someone down because also, police officers don't show up alone to, to, to a crime scene. And, if, yeah. you know, something is going on. They have multiple people. They have tasers. They have things that, that could possibly enable someone from doing stuff that you yeah. don't need to fucking put your knee on someone's neck for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would like to see some things banned behind, like, like, maybe the position of your knee in the back of the neck and certain things like that, which already there's legislation being tried to, to be passed through for.
1: You know what also helps um, avoiding that type of shit, accountability. I feel like also too, I would like to see a little bit more accountability mm-hmm. from like other, like like your like fellow police officers with each other. You know, yeah. there's no reason if there's four of you there that you should three of you should just be standing around looking yeah, at your this guy die. colleague do something. Like yeah, this. You yeah, know, yeah. hold yourself accountable and hold you know kind of the people around you that are doing this very important job accountable too, because you guys are like the shepherds of society. You know, like you said, like you're here to protect and serve. You you had said earlier, um, this isn't about a side. In my opinion, I, I think, yeah, it's not about a side. Like, what happened here was wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what ends up happening with everything... I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree. I don't think, right? I don't think anyone's going to disagree with this man was murdered. Yeah. I think where the whole side comes into play is when people want to throw in, like, their semantics. And they wanna yeah, because they want to wanna
0: push their agenda. Exactly. The they want to make everything the whole a whole agenda
1: pushing. So, I feel like yeah. that's just it's gonna end up happening with everything regardless well now sucks
0: nowadays i feel like a lot of people will look at this for like a certain side when in reality it shouldn't be and like you said i i know it's going to get pushed in in one way and i know people are going to twist this and and say that it's a win for the liberals or it's just yeah. like just pointless shit that we shouldn't be looking at when yo somewhere what we want is in the middle like we have to come with the come to terms with the fact that somewhere yeah. where we're looking for is in the middle and we need to find out how to sit down at a table and i think accountability is the the biggest word that we can use as far as like how do things get better yeah fuck dude yeah being more accountable but you know i i smirked when you said it almost because it's like think about any aspect of your life where you have to deal with other people that accountability is not the first thing you think of like shit my my life straight up everyone's life would be so much easier if people just were accountable in what they're doing yeah in the way they're interacting with people like yo that's i i I find accountability i know you find accountability to be incredibly important because yo if you're not holding yourself to your values and standard then who the fuck is going to do it because not a lot of people are calling you out in that regard or not a a lot of people are calling you out in the right regard because not everybody spends 24 hours of the day with you Like, yeah, your partner and your family are probably the people that keep you most accountable because they know you the most. But you know yourself pretty well. So how are you making sure that you're seeing your blind spots and you're seeing your weaknesses? And I think accountability is the word that improves not just your work, but everything, every single aspect of your life. Like, I think two things, accountability and discipline, push you forward. And no matter what you want to do, accountability and
1: discipline keep you forward. Yeah, discipline will take you as far as you want it to. And discipline is, discipline is really like accountability in motion because yeah, – Straight up, yeah. It's, it's accountability, yeah, with, with actual inertia, mm-hmm. with actual force behind it. Accountability Actions.
0: is like the thought process, the breakdown of what's going yeah. on that's making you feel this type of way or what you're doing that's incorrect. And then – like discipline is following through no matter what, like yep. following through no matter how you feel, following through no matter how the world is, you know, and I think discipline and accountability are the two things like the most driving forces of your life. Like don't wait for motivation. Don't wait for something to spark a fire in you. Just yeah. be disciplined. Do it anyway. And I feel like a lot of people would benefit from that. But obviously a lot of police officers and obviously a lot of people that do work and yeah. have jobs would benefit from
1: accountability. Yeah, it's like, think about it. Like you said, it's like the first thing you really need to have and everything. Like, what do they say? Like, to get respect, you need to give respect. Of course. And the only way you will give it and also to be in a position to accept it is if you're holding yourself accountable to, you know, being a respectable person. Yeah. you know do, Being a good guy, you know, not, not doing the wrong things. Then people are going to be like, you know what, this motherfucker, like, I, I got to treat him a certain way because this motherfucker obviously doesn't allow himself to be treated any other way.
0: Yeah. Respecting yourself also leads you to like make sure that people don't overstep and and, and think they get, get crazy on you exactly like yo. When last week I'm not gonna say the entire story, but last week when my uh when my girlfriend and her sister were disrespected, in two seconds I ran up on this guy. Yeah. And yo, like you're not gonna di- like I, you're not gonna disrespect them. You're not gonna disrespect me, because then I'm gonna show you like how disrespectful you can actually get. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, police officers, guys, like to to guess, like make it like nice and pretty and tied up for a bow. If you guys didn't know, Derek Chauvin, uh, Chauvin, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Derek Chauvin, the um, the man that was um, trialed for uh, the murder of George Floyd, the police officer, um, ended up getting uh, found guilty on all three counts on manslaughter, on unintentional manslaughter, and I forgot the last one, but he faces up to forty years. And now we're going to see how, how much he's getting. Hopefully, it's a it's a decent term. Hopefully, it's most of his life because, you know, I feel like once you kill somebody, once you rape somebody, once you do human trafficking, like yeah. those things, like there's certain laws that in society we uphold. And once you cross them, once you break them, I feel like you should lose the ability to function in society. And, you know, this is one of those cases for me.
1: We said it was a good day, right? It's not just a good day because fuck boy Derek is behind bars. But... It's a fucking like almost like mini holiday. And I know we already spoke about pot, cannabis, weed, marijuana, whatever you cool kids call it nowadays, like two episodes back. Yeah. But guys, it's fucking four twenty. It's Tuesday, April twentieth. Today's four twenty. I'm know, not
0: partaking. But you know, it is a a, a pretty
1: uh nothing. You're gonna just keep nah, it cold
0: cold, uh, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it a uh, one hundred with you. I'm not gonna partake in it. I feel like um if you want to smoke, just do it when you want to. You don't have to just because it's 420. Or if you have something special yeah. prepared, then partake in that with your friends and stuff like that. But it's not like a holiday that I like. Damn, am I shitting on the on the on the mini holiday Happy Gratitude thing for you?
1: No, I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know okay, what this okay, shit is yeah, okay. for me. I don't, you know.
0: Awesome, yeah. No, so I'm just. I like... went
1: to C's one year for 420 and everything as oh, a little great, celebration. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, this is a great day to just kick yeah. it and you know just enjoy everything That's like life enjoy has to offer. It if
0: you celebrate it if you smoke and this is like a special like mini holiday for yeah. you fuck dude enjoy it have a great time don't get too fucking high the way where you get paranoid and schizophrenic well you already
1: gave me a little fucking gummy that's on my ass like oh, yeah? fucking white on rice yeah
0: oh uh, dude but you know i always gotta hook the boys up it's a special day even though i'm not partaking in it there's always you know something you could do for for the for the
1: people in your life that that love it you still gotta be a man of service that's why i fuck with you that's why
0: you're my boy you know what i mean so um yeah, yeah anyway it's a special it's a special mini holiday so um for many people that are partaking in it around the world why is 420 such a special day I haven't even actually looked up that fact and I yeah. would be pressed to find if more people knew why it was or like why April 20th
1: yeah like got why specifically to be the day of like cannabis celebration yeah bro I have no idea but I feel like it was just one of those things like Society went through enough years of like Christmas and the Easter Bunny and fucking Halloween and all these things. And one guy just thought around after hitting his bong, I don't know how many fucking times, you know, he just kind of stopped and thought to himself like, man, I love this shit. And this shit's amazing. And I'm sure he had enough of those days where he's like, why don't we just fucking celebrate this shit? How is this shit not a holiday? And I feel like he just happened to have gotten that thought on April 20th. Spread the word enough. It spread like a game of telephone, and then April twentieth was just the day that got to to be picked to celebrate cannabis because they were thinking, why the fuck not? How hasn't someone already thought of fucking appointing a day already? How the fuck do we already have a a, a Halloween? All this bullshit that we celebrate, but no one's out here celebrating cannabis. Wow, that's what I think.
0: So, so you know what? You're actually pretty spot on. Um, so it was in 1970s. In the 1970s in California, there was a a like um a lot of high schoolers that would refer to going back as a secret code like going back to smoke or yeah. like during break or after school they would call it yo you want a 420 and that was their secret code it Monta. was just 420 mm-hmm. but then their secret code just so happened to be a date that you could actually like delicious. use on the calendar Super delicious. so 420 is um is uh is basically what they did
1: like what motherfuckers they
0: would actually a group of Californians would actually ritually every day at 420 PM smoke. Shit. So that's why not only did the secret code become 420 because they always smoked at 420 p.m., they just started calling it, hey, you want a four twenty? Hey, you want a four twenty? That it eventually got enough steam. A lot of people through Cali started using it. Then it spread out across the entire like Obviously, the, enchi- the entire United States. And now it's... United uh, States,
1: this shit's fucking... I, I would like... I mean, I've never been to Belgium and all these other places. I but I, I would like honest. to think yeah. it's fucking yeah. global.
0: They might, they might be... This might be international. But yeah, it started in California, 1970s. It's a couple of high schoolers
1: too. I had somebody at work today look me in my eyes and say, I don't even want to say look me in my eyes. He kind of said it like in passing casually. He's like, oh, we should be getting paid time and a half today. <gasps> like, yeah, this like, yeah, people, we are, we- people love this day. And I, and I honestly, I wasn't upset at him when he said that. Yeah. I was like, wow, we, uh, somebody probably should bring this up to somebody somewhere. God damn it. We can't get a little extra cheddar nowhere. N- n- no chance, huh? Not on 420? Time and a half is overrated, and I'm going to
0: demystify this shit for people. Okay. Because you get paid a lot harder on anything you make overtime, Like, a lot harder. You'd be surprised to see how much you actually make as far as money. If you do the math on anything you make over, like, if you're full-time, and anything you make over 80 hours, you'll be hard-pressed to see how much you actually make because they tax you stupid hard. Oh, like, they take... Almost all of it, right? Yeah, Uncle Sam's on your ass. And by the way, if you haven't done your taxes, like I just collected mine today, they've extended them up until June to do them. So you have time to do them, but you should probably get on that because get yourself a good tax person. Because on 420, <laughs> if you want to be celebrating the right way, you shouldn't be paying a lot in taxes because I paid a lot in taxes last year and I cannot wait till I figure out how, to, how these millionaires don't pay shit on it.
1: There has to be a way. I, I'm I'm hard pressed to find a way, bro. I hear shit like they write off fucking like jets and all this like and all this crafty shit and people that I have like written off like I don't want to say like almost a whole apartment complex, but type shit like like almost like that because they 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 loop it into it being like a home office. And I'm using quotations right now, and I know if you're listening to this, you can't see the quotation marks, but you know it's a home office. And a lot of, like, nifty shit, like, I know, for example, like, one little uh, tax loophole that I know is um, a car over a certain weight, right, it, you can, it qualifies for, uh, like, a utility, like, a specific type of utility vehicle that you can then write off um, on your taxes. So, like, a lot of the times if you see, like, these general contractors with, like, these big trucks and such, they're able to get a good big portion of uh, a nice chunk of that written off because they can just use it as a business expense quotation marks are coming up in the year again
0: you know it's interesting to me like i want a full break i would love if the government can give give me a full breakdown of what all my tax money went to oh they never will Because, yo, uh, there was an amendment that they tried passing in Florida. This is the state we live in. So, if you're listening to this internationally or around the United States or, fuck, anywhere in the world, thanks for tuning in. We're from Florida. There was an amendment they tried passing about changing the verbiage of an already existing amendment. They tried passing this last year. And it was over almost like 200 I, no, that two hundred is too much. But it was almost close to like thirty million dollars in taxpayer money used for that, like, uh, for that agenda. Fuck no. No, no, no. And, I, and I'm telling you, I would love a full Fuck breakdown no. because there's some shit that I'm just like, no, there's no way. That's what the taxpayer money is going to, like, for real.
1: Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I'm just they, trying they to. Say, they say teachers, they say our firefighters, they say our police officers. You know, that's that's what they say. Our roads or highways. Yeah. My whole thing is like why aren't the roads doing cooler shit then?
0: And if you lived in in Florida, you wouldn't know that we have tolls for the roads anyway. If you take the expressway, you're getting fucking told. So they better not be using taxpayer money to rebuild the fucking palmetto because they're
1: doing it off of a bumón
0: de papi. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're doing it off
0: of your boy's chest. That's all I'm saying. I'm paying for the palmetto and I better get free access to it for the rest of my life.
1: No, it's fair because there's been a lot of times where I've looked at my check and I see like that whole like those tax withholding oh, brackets no, the to- yeah, towards uh, the bottom. Would you do that to and you? I'm just like, that is honestly disgusting. Like, who? Like, it's who, who is this that I'm sending this to? Like, it's who are they? It's the organized bomb. I no, need, it, I need an office that I can call and just be like, you guys got my money? Like I just almost want to verify yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. get this money because if not, what the fuck? I'm curious. It's a lot of shit going your way. But anyway,
0: it's, uh, it's tax day is four fifteen, which brought it back to my attention. But four twenty is also today, so if you guys are like, I, like we said, you know, celebrating, enjoy yourselves, be responsible, you know, don't don't smoke and drive, don't yeah. you know, eat edibles and drive, whatever you're doing, because now they even have fucking drinks. Yeah, drinks. Everything. everything. Yeah, you can literally. mix THC into anything. Just you know, be responsible. That's what we advocate for on the podcast.
1: One thing I do want to say though, because you're not gonna listen to this on four twenty, it'll be four twenty one when you listen to this. Don't wait for a specific day to enjoy yourself. It's always cool to have a day to have an excuse to maybe want to do something nice for yourself or, you know, uh, be in a good mood or be social or, or be social or, or just be full of appreciation and gratitude for um, what you do got. Because whatever you do have now is literally all you need right now for this given moment. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't wait for a specific day. You know, seize the moment. Um, if it's right now. Do it right now if it's if you're thinking about it later, but don't don't wait to do it. Like, don't wait for an excuse to to want to feel good with yourself and the world around you. Trust me.
0: Expressing gratitude is one of those things that will for sure bring you a lot of abundance in your life. And I mean, you know, you don't have to wait for a special day to do it. Like we talked about a little bit prior on, on a couple of podcasts ago, there's a study that shows that showing gratitude brings you abundance in your life. You know, When you're operating from almost a place that you have a lot of, because you realize the things that you do have around you, because no matter who you are, or what situation you're in, there is something, unless you're absolutely homeless with no family or anything, yeah. unless you're on absolute zero, there is a lot of things you could be grateful for in your life if you take a look around. And um, for some people, it's easier to wake up in the morning, but Really, the study shows that all you need really is three things a day that you think about and you reflect on and you're grateful for. And that could be your girlfriend. It could be waking up in the morning. It could be opening the blinds and seeing birds outside. But just whatever you enjoy or whatever you have around you, you have something that maybe someone else does not have. Exactly. And gratitude will bring you that abundance. You know, it's good to have goals, but it's also good to make sure that you're realizing where you're at because if not, you're shooting for goals and just striving for goals. And goals can be interchangeable at any moment. No matter what you reach, you'll always have something else. So it's nice to be grateful for what you have in the moment, grateful for your family, grateful for your things, grateful for existence, grateful for shit, being able to watch Avengers Endgame.
1: A lot of people didn't make it to watch that. Yep. A lot of people croaked, died, rolled over before that date. But a lot of anyone listening to this podcast right now, hopefully has watched it. So none of that happened to you. So that's another thing to be grateful for. I know I don't know who's gonna be listening to this episode right now. When, when, when they do listen to it but i can rattle off it doesn't matter who it is out you can rattle off 50 different things that you can be grateful for like it's just so easy i don't know at least for me the way my brain works like i don't need to yeah. think of like a super like don't get me wrong an easy one that i go to i'm grateful for my mom you know that that yeah. type of thing and that's like you know like high like priority or high importance to me but at least the way my brain works and i feel like a lot of other human brains work like we don't need to be we don't need to put it on a super like like high pedestals yeah you, like you, it doesn't have be to be anything crazy for, yeah for a lot of the things that you take for granted already like your your eyes your fingers you know yeah. what i mean your feet being able to stand up straight breakfast in the morning for more than 10 minutes and i yeah. need to like sit down in, in between you know 10 yards of walking there's people that that can't even walk they're in a fucking wheelchair there's people that that can't even fucking breathe on their own and you, you know you need some type of respirator like there's just so much shit that is going on that you anyone can honestly truly be grateful for
0: so gratefulness and the sweet spot is really three a day is what you should be like looking for that you reflect and are grateful for, but you'll write them down. You're not going to feel the same every day, but if you look back and you have, by the end of the year, you have a thousand things that you looked back and you were grateful for in the year. Those are a thousand wins that every day you thought about. Yep. And that's why it brings you so much abundance. And that's why, uh, practicing gratitude attitude is a, a thing that's even trending right now and uh i think that's really uh good for your mental health and so we advocate for it, it doesn't take 420 to be grateful for nothing uh Very just dope. do it every day practice it every day i do it in the morning i like waking up Hey, like, fuck if you're listening to this podcast pause it right now yep find a pen open up notes on your iphone find uh on your android whatever the hell you have just open up boom one two three write three things down and I'm sure you're going to realize, like, after about a month, after about a month and a half, you're going to yep. realize, fuck, there's a lot of things that I am grateful for. Bro, after, like,
1: three days, yeah. seven days, bro, two days, you're going to yeah. be like, fuck, bro, I do, I, like, I, I do have a lot to just be grateful for, to be happy for, to look forward to.
0: You know what's one thing I'm grateful for? Hit me. There's a lot of teams that have backed out of the Super League already. That is facts. And so Chelsea was one of the teams that came out today and and said that they were not going to join the Super League anymore. Yeah. And if you guys haven't uh, been listening to the recent news, or maybe you're just not a soccer fan, the Super League was a league that was going to be devised with basically the biggest, like, breadwinners in Europe.
1: A little boys club is how I like to fuck Almost, yeah. It's this like, shit is, like, the softest shit ever. It was basically a... Oh, bro, this just thinking about how much like implication this would have had for like the redistribution of wealth and everything is crazy because it was essentially like the wealthiest teams were going to come together. Right. Um, and they were just going to create this like close competition uh, and, and, and hand pick who, who, who the teams were going to be and essentially how everything was going to be decided. It was just like the weird, it, the weirdest situation ever, like a competitionless environment yeah, even it though it's the, the biggest team. names in football it doesn't fucking matter yeah. like competition isn't closed like that
0: yeah so if you guys don't know how the current system is in europe and i say europe because the mls right now is still a developing soccer um, yeah uh soccer scene in in the united states but europe is well established south america is well established you know there's a lot of competitions and basically how it works is you could be relegated there's 16 teams that play in the major division and yeah. there's teams and under divisions that With enough points, they have an entryway into the top 16 teams. Because every year, the bottom two teams get relegated out and replaced by the top two teams in the other divisions. Here's why the Super League was so problematic. You have the wealthiest teams going into a league saying, hey, no one else can get in. These are the teams. You have to pay high money to see us. And they're teams that have been built from the ground up by mostly just fans yep. literally
1: yeah fans Manchester United was like a like hundred years, yeah like co-workers that would go and like like it's just so crazy to think they can come and do this like to shit on tradition yeah. to just shit on everything that the sport was essentially built on it just wasn't cool
0: Manchester United the Red Devils have been around for a hundred years and it was basically co-workers going to a field and playing soccer that somehow developed into this massive, massive thing now that we see in the Premier League. And it was honestly something that around the soccer world, I think most, mostly everybody was absolutely not okay with this.
1: Bro, almost everybody, bro. This was such an egregious form of like greed. Yeah, it was
0: blatant greed.
1: Blatant, blatant, blatant greed. Let's get the wealthiest teams in the world. Let's put them together in this close league. We get to decide who's in. We get to decide how the money is gonna go. It all funnels in through us, and it's the biggest names in soccer. So the fan base is already there.
0: Chelsea. We know people are gonna come.
1: Like, and if we can get, and if this gets to pass, right then. Guess what? We just we 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 win. The consumer loses, and it, it was just too crazy. The this fact that there also, was already teams that like committed to it, right? Like they, they had agreed to like move forward they with it. Great
0: names in there too:
1: Chelsea, Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham, Spurs. Like these are all very marquee teams. Yeah, in already the Premier League, and the fact that those teams, Real Madrid had had said, yes, this seems like a good idea. Let's move forward. It's just so crazy to me. And it's just, just another example of, like, the greed getting to your head, man, and just not getting too jaded and allowing the, the dollar to rule your every decision. Because this type of decision with how big and how much people love soccer, bro, like, there's people that would die for this sport. And for you to yeah. try to just change up the composition of this to this way, there's people in England and these different type of leagues that that's, like, their grandfather's grandfather's yeah. grandfather were watching these teams playing now you're gonna come and do what here like that this doesn't make any sense and and it's not even to to say oh for a better viewing experience like it's just straight up fucking greed
0: bro. yeah you know the part that that shows you how it, this was primarily greed this was primarily an act of just like yo we just want more money because the main reason for this was soccer is not as attractive to twenty-year-olds now,
1: was their main reason? Says for who? FIFA fucking sells like craziness. Just fucking twenty-year-olds playing it. Go on Twitch TV, pull up the streams. It's yeah. fucking young people playing FIFA.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is that you've heard the chairman of this Super League talk about it, and you just. Damn, like he's disconnected and he really doesn't understand that this shit is really for money or he so does understand and he's just putting up like Bro, some he's fucking yet, smoke and mirrors. Yeah, he's literally playing up for
1: putting up fucking smoke and mirrors.
0: But the the part that makes you realize like yeah, this is the the presidents of the clubs are the ones that decided this. Yeah. They didn't tell the coaches, they didn't tell the players, yeah. they didn't involve anybody else that weren't the brass that now were basically uh now leading the clubs which is the highest bidders. Yep. Who has the most stake in the company? What do we want to do with... Because now soccer... Now almost any sport is basically a company. Now you're investing No, it in, is a company. It yeah, is. now you're investing in... If you have a stake in Real Madrid, that is a nice stake in a fucking... In a a minefield of money. Of course. If you have a stake in in Manchester United, that is a landmine of money for years to come.
1: Yeah, it's like a company that will just never go out of business type shit. It's like Dwayne
0: Wade buying the Utah Jazz or buying a stake in the Utah Jazz. Now his family for the rest of
1: eternity will eat off of that. I don't know about you, even though Utah is a great city. But if you would have said maybe the the Los Angeles Lakers, I would have been like, okay. Look, Utah's the first city you think of. But but uh, you know, 50 years from now, who knows what the NBA is? Buying into any sports franchise, yes, at least in my opinion, is a great idea. Like, especially if it's one that has like the fan base is proven, which Utah is a proven fan base.
0: Look at Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mark Cuban bottom for what, 200 mil? Yeah, something like that. Like something 250 two hundred fifty million. Yeah, un, like under three hundred fifty mil for and sure. And now
0: it's a it's valued at two billion. Yeah, it's something outrageously. Uh, you could tell that because of people being fans, and they're yeah. always going to be a fan of something. And if if this is something in your city, and this is something that you enjoy, and you watch, and you love the sport, and your team has a a, 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 a team for this, your city has a team. Shit, odds are you're probably going to like it. Anyway, Utah has a, a pretty developing fan base. Who knows in 50 years what it looks like? No, for sure. So he might be able to eat off of this. But anyway, the point is is that you could tell now because of people with money being in the game and being so heavily involved in the game, now you start seeing things like this Super League. And it doesn't surprise me, but it, just, it, it does disgust me. So that, that's catching for you guys up sure. if you haven't seen the Super League. One of the things about Wolf that is interesting is how people are talking about this Bitcoin crash yeah i'm doing i'm doing a bitcoin crash with uh air quotes in the air. air quotes because shit from 62 which was unprecedented that was a huge jump out of nowhere from yeah. 62 63 64 000, delicious so it crashed that worse like at 52 now it's back at 56. yeah that's a that's what you call a crash
1: that's what people are calling a crash after a huge sell-off yeah I feel like anyone that's calling it a crash or that's scared by it is just someone that doesn't really understand like what they're buying into, right? And that's fine, right? I, I mean, people are gonna like take, they're gonna they're gonna perceive things differently, but um, yeah, I, I think we're good, and I think like reasons like I bought more, yeah, I I bought more too, but I think um reasons like the Super League and um, you know, kind of like these systems that we already have in place where. Like, if you have control of the dollar, you can do, like, some pretty egregious moves, yeah. right? And this is just sports, right? Like, if you can – there's countless examples of what greed has, like, caused in a lot of different parts of the world. And that yeah. you can look from, like, through Mexico. There's, in, in, in every corner of the world, well, uh, like like, go greed go has, go like, go. corrupted and, like, really ruined some shit, right? This is why a thing like Bitcoin where you can essentially – Invest into a sound money, right? I don't even want to go on too much of a tangent, but just invest into a sound money, right? That is, um, that can't be censored. That you can have actual control within your hands is super important because that can't it, be changed. Yeah, that can't be changed because it protects you against some scumbag shit like that. That's all I'm saying.
0: And so that—that's, that, I guess, I don't even want to put so much energy into like the crash because, again, yeah, it dropped. I mean, Bitcoin has been fluctuating, um, but. Yo, in December, you could have gotten it for 18,000.
1: It's up right now 720, like 3% for the year.
0: And so, when you, I am not a financial advisor, neither you, is Eddie. When you see something like that, it just puts in perspective, yo, this is something that has shown that, yes, it's crashed. And the big crash when it went from 20 down to three, that was a crash. Now, when we're talking about just gradual movements like that, after a hype from Coinbase IPOing, I say we hold our socks. I say we hold our horses, and I yes. say we buy more Bitcoin as not your financial advisor. Yeah. But if you are listening to this podcast, then you have one step up over someone else. What I do want to say
1: kind of more than anything because I feel like a lot of things right now are pretty volatile and are fluctuating. Like I've said before and like I say to a lot of people, it doesn't have to be fucking Bitcoin. It can be Amazon stock. It can be Pokemon cards. It can be Brett 11s. It could
0: be but- Ch- Chanel bags.
1: Make sure it can be fucking. I saw a, a post today which fucking blew my mind, and it was um, it was basically like different um aps, which is Audemars Piguet's, which yeah. is a watch, right? And it was um, comparing them like with Apple stock, Amazon stock, and like, I think like Facebook stock, and and like each one of the models of those watches had appreciated like those stocks. Mind you, it's just oh. one model out of like I don't know how many fucking models ap releases, but I said that to say like i said earlier it can be pokemon cards can be anything yeah but it's gotta be something don't fucking just sit on your your hands don't just sit with your thumb up your ass let it be something if it's gonna be something up your ass have it be something up your ass of value if you're gonna take
0: a risk it's always better to take an educated risk with your money because sitting in a savings account sitting in your bank account it's not doing shit for you this has been franchise audio thank you so much for fucking tuning in Another week of the podcast. And fuck, if we're not your two favorite people yet, Bitcoin better be.
1: Yankee.